It was my privilege to have an Orange Sox interview with Cindy and Mike, the parents of Evan, who was diagnosed with spina bifida in utero. Cindy and Mike were strongly encouraged to abort Evan. They are glad they didn't, and me too, because I had the chance to talk with Evan, who is now 29 years old. How did you find out that your baby had a problem? Okay, well, we first we took the alpha-fetoprotein test, and the doctor called me and told me it was three times higher than normal and wanted me to go for further testing. There was a lot of false positive with that, and I was pretty convinced, not a problem, my due dates are off, I have twins or something else. I totally convinced myself. Having had five normal pregnancies, I wasn't expecting anything. So we went three hours south of where we live to a, a place where there's more higher-level medical care and um, did a high-level ultrasound and well, they were doing the ultrasound. It got really quiet. I was looking at the doctor's faces and I knew something was really wrong. Stayed quiet like forever, very long time. And then when they were done looking, they told us the baby's ventricles were enlarged and then he had spina bifida. Mm. It was pretty devastating. So what were your thoughts, Mike, about the diagnosis and what the doctors were telling you? Yeah, it was rather devastating. Um, I will have to say that that was one of the worst moments in my life when um, just watching the doctor just move, moving the image uh, on the on the ultrasound and, and, and taking pictures and you know and he was quiet but he was silently shouting something is terribly wrong with your baby so the the, um, the next thing that we faced was there were plenty of people telling us to, to abort the baby uh, even on, on a, a follow-up exam of two or three weeks later and we were strongly admonished to um, make it a matter of prayer and it was stated that it had to be our decision because we would have to li live with that decision. Obviously, we decided to keep the baby because that, that baby, quote unquote, is now almost 30 years old and he's with us right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. I'll just share one more thing about and our something that was heavy on my mind in making our decision to not terminate our son. And that was, how do you tell your other younger children that there's something wrong with this baby? He may not, he might not walk. We're not going, we don't want him in our family. We're not going to continue this pregnancy. To me, that tells them you had better watch out because if something happens, happens to you, you have an accident, you can't walk or something's wrong with you, then your life isn't worth living anymore. And I wanted my children to know that every single life is worth living no matter what. That was important to me. And I think it's helped them to be stronger in life. They are very compassionate people because they know what it's like. So what have been some of the challenges, Cindy? Um, surgery with spina bifida surgery. Those are kind of hard for Evan too. I think that's the hardest thing. Sometimes uh, like, well, when he was born, and he was 17 days in the hospital, and I missed one of my daughter's first day of kindergarten. That was really hard. You feel pulled sometimes. You have to set your priorities with your children. I don't really think anybody feels bitter about it. They understood, but that's kind of hard on a mom to sort of feel pulled. Those, those are hard. It was hard to hear the doctor say. They were very negative to begin with. They tell you all the worst it could be. They didn't want to tell you, like, how good it could be. It's an interesting comment. Uh, now, now, one thing that helped us immensely after he was born was we were referred to uh, another pediatrician. The first pediatrician we had was very negative. She, she was one of the stronger voices, you know, advocate for abortion before the birth. Uh, after Evan was born, I, a, a friend of ours who was a nurse recommended a bright young pediatrician who already been credited with saving other babies' lives. He was a very positive uh, doctor and 
Yeah, he said he admired us for continuing with the pregnancy. Evan did come home from the hospital with a, rare, a really rare kidney disease that was diagnosed after he was born, so he was very life-threatening. He was a very medically fragile baby. This doctor was amazing, so having a good doctor really helped us that understood how precious he was to us because not all the doctors understood that. This life is precious. It's important. So tell me about the joys. You obviously made a decision to keep the child, and as you said, Evan's here, and we'll hear from him in a minute, but um, what are some of the joys? His laugh, the laughter we have with him, I think. <laughs> there was one day I came home from work, and my other kids uh, d described a time Evan was watching a movie, uh, and they thought he was gonna pass out, he was laughing so hard. For, for, for every tear that we've shed, there's been a, a thousand cases of laughter, or, or, or laughter or joy very proud of Evan. He, he was, um, one day he was watching a documentary on TV with scenes of disabled people like himself, but they didn't have wheelchairs. They were just what, Evan, they were just scooching on the ground or, you remember that Evan? Yes. But maybe I could let Evan tell you more about that, but. For his Boy Scout Eagle project, he decided he was gonna collect wheelchairs and clean them up and donate them to a place that could donate them forward. That's great, that's great. So what impact has have Evan had on your other children and extended family? I think that we realize it's okay for everybody to be different. We all have our differences and that's okay. And we don't take little things for granted. There's a lot of, I mean, we can get up and put on our pants in the morning and some people can't do that and that's okay. And um, everybody really likes Evan there. It's probably everybody's favorite, I think. Um, He's their favorite little brother. <laughs> yeah, he's what, that's what they the say, only little so. brother, but anyway. <laughs> he's the youngest in the family, so they can. Oh, that's funny. They can say that without. Sure. <laughs> so. Uh, if if I were to come to you and asking for advice and said, you know what, I we've just been diagnosed with a child with with spina bifida in utero and, and uh, you've been there, um, you've had how many years? Thirty. It's been um, yeah, twenty and, and a half to, years, yeah, almost thirty yeah, years. Almost thirty years, years experience. Mm -hmm. um, raising a, a child with spina bifida and now as an adult. Um, what advice would you give me? The first thing I'm gonna tell you is congratulations. You're having a baby. Babies are precious, no matter what. And it's a baby first. The disability, the birth defect doesn't come first. And you are gonna feel love for that baby that you have never felt before. And they're gonna grow up really fast really fast and enjoy enjoy the baby part of them. Don't let the diagnosis overwhelm everything. Enjoy the baby. And, and, and seek out positive uh, doctors and nurses that's gonna help you along for the, especially during those terrible months between the time of the diagnosis and and, and, and the birth. Um, now that's, that, that would help. And, and, and rely on your faith. I don't know how anybody who does not have faith would be able to do it. That's great. So, Evan, um, your parents made a decision 30 years ago to keep you, and now you're here. Did you know that story? Yes, I did. So, what advice would you give to me if I were to tell you I'm going to have a child with spina bifida? I would tell you to keep him. And uh, how has your life been? It's been good. What are your favorite things to do? Um... Well, um, I am a Star Wars f f f f fan, 
and um, I'm also a Weirdow fan, and I'm also a fan of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, and and Jim Neighbors. What do you do? Tell them some of the things you're involved in. Um, I'm also involved in a group of young singers called the Joyous Voices in Jesus. Um, that is that involves young adults like myself and other adults that have disability different than mine. Do you have a good life? Yes. Uh, uh, tell them about uh, the, ball around. the sport you play. What sport do you play? Um, I play a sport called parwater soccer. It involves a power vulture and a metal g g guard and a ball about maybe 13 inches bigger than a, than a normal size soccer ball. That's great. It is great. It is great. He's had a pretty full life. He's traveled cross country with us twice and what, you've seen a space shuttle launch and you've held an alligator and yep. seen all kinds of, I mean, the Grand Canyon and geysers at Yellowstone and... We had an awesome Make-A-Wish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you want to say about, what, tell them about your Make-A-Wish? Um, for my, for my Make-A-Wish, I got to help a man named, named Al, Ro Al Roker do the, do the weather. Well, that's not the only thing that was a part of the Make-A-Wish. The other part was to see the Statue of Liberty. That's neat. This helping out worker on the Today Show was on live TV. <laughs> that's fun. How fun. On the Today Show in the morning, yeah. That's good. I can tell that Evan has a full and rich life. He has been a blessing to his family, and meeting Cindy, Mike, and Evan has been a blessing in mine. 